welcome to Game Set Match Up, the podcast where we talk everything partnerships, the good, the bad, and the ugly. Hello, everyone. Um, so, yeah, uh, on this week's um, partnerships uh, Game Set Match Up podcast, um, we spoke to uh, Theo Burns, uh, who is from a company called Excellent Zephyr. Um, so, yeah, so they're looking to create partnerships um, in the retail space. That's it. It's a great episode. Have a listen, and you know, and see if there's anything that could uh, they could offer you within that sector. Uh, you know, if not, it's still a great listen, and um, you know, uh, it's good to get some views from somebody who's just got into a you know sort of partnerships role and sort of his experience so far. Um, you know, talk about a bit about his uh, sort of previous background, which was in uh, sort of sport and coaching, and um, yeah, he talks about how he's used some of that experience in helping how he manages teams and sort of people in you know in his new sort of partnership role. Um, and also about, you know, how excellent Zephyr will be sort of looking to, 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 to grow next year in 2023. So, uh, again, as always, uh, sit back, uh, relax and, uh, yeah, enjoy this week's episode. Okay. Um, welcome to, uh, Game Set Matchup. So this is our podcast where we get to discuss all things partnerships. So I'm your host, uh, Carl Busby. And today I'm joined by my co-host, Azara Mogul. Yep. Hi guys. And so, yeah, please welcome our guest today. So it's Theo Burns, and he is the Head of Partnerships at Excellent Zephyr. Hello and welcome, Theo. Hello, everyone. Uh, I was told I should make the joke first thing about the little (laughs) cupboard I'm in. (laughs) Get that out of the way. No, um, apologies for the lighting, but I'm in a co-work, so love it. Thanks for having me on. No, no, thanks very much for coming on. It's been brilliant. And we should just know as well that you are in a little cupboard hole, but you are in Barcelona. So Also, I'm in Barcelona. Traveling back um, a fair bit at the moment to London, where our company is based, uh, to attend as many events as possible. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Um, and uh, brilliant. So, yeah, I was just say, what's, what's the weather there like at the moment? So, you know, obviously, we, we, make, we always have this, uh, you know, imagine that it's going to be like nice and sunny, but is it actually sunny? It's a, it's a little bit um, too cold for me. Okay. Uh, to be honest, like I'm definitely acclimatized to the warmth, but uh, yeah. I believe London sort of has a couple of degrees drop on us still, so I can't really complain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. Not, not, um, yeah, not, not, not swimming wear attire quite. Uh, I think. Definitely not. <laughs> um, cool. All right, brilliant. So, yeah, we'd like to um, usually just uh, start off, get to a little bit, uh, you know, a little bit more about yourself. So, yeah, it'd be brilliant if you could just say, just tell us a little bit more about sort of you are, your background, uh, you know, what your current role um and um yeah like i said what what uh what does what is what is excellent zephyr all about sweet so i'll start with excellent zephyr um what we do is basically netsuite implementation admin services um for anyone that doesn't know netsuite is an erp um enterprise resource planning tool um and yeah we would essentially implement that for retailers uh particularly in fashion cosmetics or the use cases we have at the moment and then integrate other solutions through partnerships in the most part um, into their tech stack. Uh, my role within the company is nothing technical, so please don't take me down that um, path. But yeah, I just basically talk to people um, and try and create like a, a game plan for how we can get them involved. Um, like I say, with other tech partners, for example, um, is a is a big part of what I do. Okay, no, that's brilliant. So you just just touched on it. You said so. Um, is it uh, it's primarily sort of the retail sector that you guys uh, sort of sort of help out? Yeah. Definitely, definitely. So we're working with a couple of customers at the moment. Um, just name drop them, why not? Um, Trini London, um, sort of do cosmetics, Gym Plus Coffee um, in Ireland. Um, it's like Athleisure brand, which is pretty cool. And Aldo as well, the footwear brands. So that's sort of a broad overview of who we're working with at the minute. 
Um, but doesn't mean that we couldn't sort of take on any other retail focused company outside of those verticals. It's just sort of they're the use cases that we have at the minute. Nice. Okay. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, we'll, we'll touch on uh, obviously a bit later in terms about how the sort of sort of partnership work. But um, but yeah, I think I'll say it's just good to uh, yeah just get a good bit of background there in terms of like what your sort of focus is. Um, you know, obviously at, at the moment because again, I so we want our listeners to know a bit more uh, sort of about. So yeah, I'll let um, I'll let Zara ask you the. Next question. Yeah, and I want to ask, how have you seen Excellent Zephyr's approach change to creating partnerships in the recent time? What does a gold star partnership look like for the company? Yeah, I mean, to be completely honest, um, I joined the company sort of almost a year ago now. And when I started, we actually had pretty much no focus on partnerships. So it's something that we have been building out over the last coming up year, like I say, six, nine months. Um, And at the beginning, it was very much like, casting a wide net, seeing what was out there for me coming into e-com as a new industry. I should have said before, I was like working in, in sports before this. Um, and so coming in, it was very much about understanding like what's out there, who could we potentially work with, going to like events like IRX, for example, was one of my first big ones of just going around every single stall and being like, okay, give me a pitch. What do you do? And then formulating in my mind, is there anything we can work together on? Whereas now it's very much more like specific. We've got, I would say, pretty much everything we need, but we're like able to segment it a bit more to be like, okay, we need a specific partner who does this function. Um, It could come about through a customer asking us for something as a trusted advisor kind of thing, or just like, okay, there's X, Y, and Z that we haven't quite covered yet, and it could be a hypothetical. So that's really interesting. Um, The second part of the question was about like goal partner. I think it's just someone that would do stuff with us all the time, keen to keen to do stuff. Because like for us, NetSuite is a, a long sell, long sales process. So it's very much about keeping that relationship warm, um, them not giving up on us, us keeping in touch with them, um, keeping them updated with, okay, what potential leads do we have um, that we can go after together? And just like adding steps every sort of month because it can take a lot of time to land a first deal together. Absolutely. No, no, brilliant. We touched on a couple of points there, which I was just going to say. Like, I mean, just you know, with our obviously the, the, the you know the current climate and stuff in terms of how things are, you know, this is why you know uh, obviously what we do obviously with partnerships, you know, we think this is like just such a massive, uh, you know, massive thing, uh, you know, at the moment. And I think a lot of a lot of businesses, you know, all different sorts of sectors are sort of um, you know looking to you know uh, build some you know some sort of partnerships together. I mean, you've got massive brands obviously that that, that obviously that do this stuff as well. So. Um, you know, like I said, we, so yeah, you know, obviously at Find, this is what we're all about. Obviously we're trying to, you know, help people obviously find, uh, you know, those, those, those partnerships with, uh, with each other. Um, and so just obviously you touched there, as you said, you know, you obviously go into like, you know, network events, that kind of stuff. What sort of, um, you know, other tools or other things, you know, have you sort of been able to do, uh, you know, sort of the year you've been there sort of in terms of like, you know, how to go about sort of finding those, you know, those sort of partnerships. Um yeah. I think LinkedIn obviously is a massive tool. Um, you have people coming into the inbox all the time and it's just about sort of filtering them, I guess, because you get a lot of crap there as well, to be honest, like a lot of sales um, stuff, which is not my thing. I'm not into that. Like I said, I'm very much into sort of seeing someone face to face if I can and um, developing like a plan there and then of like, okay, this is how it might work. Let's think on our feet rather than just like get hit with a pitch and, try and set up a call kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, and from there, our sort of process turns into like um, 
doing their doing their partner enablement. I think that's like a massive part of it because once they reach out to you, if you're like, okay, we're going to do this, it's very much understanding what they what they do. Um, and we do a lot of lunch and learns with our partners. So that's um, definitely something that I know is hot at the minute, especially people are trying to get back in front of people. Um, so bringing in a pizza and just chatting about, you know, how can we build this out um, together? I think with our sales teams, especially like how are we going to actually sell this? I think is important. So, yeah. Yeah, no, that's good. I think uh, pizza can always help in uh, a lot of situations. <laughs> yeah, <it's okay. laughs> when you're brainstorming and trying to, uh, you know, trying to do stuff together. Um, yeah. yeah, no, no, that's uh, that makes uh, that's uh, that makes makes a lot of sense. I mean, obviously, again, this is why you know one of the things that we're at Finder we're trying to help, like you said, cut through the noise. Um, you know, obviously, everyone on here, like I said, are you know vet decision makers. We uh, uh, people are upfront about what it is that they're obviously looking to do. Um, but um, but yeah, like I said, yeah, it makes it makes a big difference. I'm gonna let um, obviously uh, Zara ask the next question. Even though <laughs> you, know, you are you 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 you're a pretty young guy, but um, like I said, I'm gonna let, let Zara ask the yeah. question. <laughs> okay, now for everyone listening, what advice would you give your younger self starting out and like stepping into your role? What do you think the do's and don'ts of partnership creation and development? Yeah, I think um, looking back, even within like the last year obviously switching into a new industry and having to sort of hit the ground running. One thing I would say looking back is to have a plan for every single pool. I think because we cast the net so wide at the beginning, it was easy to get into this habit of everyone wants to partner. It's really easy. You just get on a call, sort of talk about what you do and it will sort of fall in place because we had the luxury of that. We have a really good product in NetSuite. People want to work with us. And it was just like, rolling every any time I got on a call I was like oh this is easy like I just chat about what we do and people are like this is what we're going to do blah 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 but then I guess um once or twice I guess got caught out from that right you just go in with not too much of a plan and some of the bigger potential partners as well they're like what what are they really going to gain from it um do you know what I mean because like I said earlier we don't I don't know if I did say it we have like not too many um, clients to just go like shopping around to all our partners and that's not how we want to do it anyway so we have to find different ways of like offering value to them that aren't just um like oh i don't know referring a customer to them like we try and do that through mar- co-marketing meeting like face-to-face as much as possible um and the key part that i say i would say i missed once or twice was like having a very specific strategic proposition for them um, of how we can develop a solution um and that's something that i think with bigger companies in particular super important like you have to come in all guns blazing with this is what i want to do this is how we're going to do it this is what need investment from you guys and not necessarily money but like time from your sales team to, to enable us or whatever it may be um so everything's out there from the beginning um and then i guess i touched on before like we don't Um, We didn't necessarily know exactly what we were going after. And that's something I would have probably liked to have a a better idea of. Um, And that comes with experience. For me, I didn't have heaps of experience in the industry. So I think the way I did it was perfect, particularly with the help of the people around me that did have that experience. But if I could go back and with what I know now, I think I would very clearly segment who I'm trying to talk to from the beginning. And I've got all that sorted six months down the track. Um, and trying to fill those plug those gaps but definitely at the beginning it would have been maybe useful to have set that out for myself of okay I want to speak to 
a shipping solution, for example, and find the best one and, and fill that gap. I need a WMS, a 3PL, and fill that gap rather than just being like, okay, everyone speak to me and I'll figure out as I go. Both work, but I just think um, knowing what I know now, it's working for us really well in that way now. No, no, that makes sense. Again, just touching on that, I mean, we asked that question because obviously everyone, you know, can do things better in hindsight. That's the obvious, yeah. <laughs> obvious thing. But, you know, for people listening, you know, maybe, you know, it might just, um, you know, might just help somebody out. I mean, I mean uh, you know, who's just getting into, you know, partnerships like yourself. Um, I said, having that type of, um, you know, uh, having a, a bit of a plan in place, like you said, maybe not just doing it. So sort of, uh, you know, God, I think is, um, you know, sort of uh, really, really good advice. So, um, yeah, it's great. Um, yeah, just touch on that. So, um obviously you said obviously it's a new sort of role coming into um and um obviously they've been there for a year so you know obviously your experience of um the partnerships role that you've been doing sort of so far would you have any sort of like sort of tips um you know sort of like yeah sort of top tips around sort of creating high performing teams because obviously you know you obviously are within partnerships but like everything in the world you need a good team around you to be able to execute stuff um so yeah do you say do you have any, any sort of tips around you know how you can to you know get high performing teams i'm guessing pizza's going to be in there somewhere but I'll, I'll <laughs> you, i'm going to give you the floor yeah just give everyone pizza and they will they'll be friends with you is my yeah. first <laughs> um no i yeah. think i can actually apply like previous experience to this a lot like i said i worked in sports and that's all about like I was coaching football and it's all about like creating a high performing team. Right. And I think a lot of the same skills apply to partnerships within a business sense. Um, and I think it's something that um, the team I walked into had set up like really, really well. So shout out to them because <laughs> Ian and the crew, um, I think it's a really good environment that we're working in here at X and Zephyr. But I think um, an important part is, and I would say the exact same in football is that everyone plays their role. But more than that, everyone knows what everyone else is doing. Like, um, you know, you can come into situations where you might do your role really, really well. It might be super clear from the job brief, but you might not know who's doing what elsewhere or whatever. And I think, um, you know, one thing that has come out for us in the last couple of months has been um, knowing who's talking to who, for example. And I think mixing of the um, and having a clear conversation and, and communication between the sales and partnerships team is so important um, because we might bring in a lead and it's that like at what point do you give up control if you like of that or who does the sales team know that I just sent an email to them and is he going to send one um, which is going to just annoy them you know and I think having that clear communication is super important um, and then one other thing that we do, which helps a lot, I would say, to empower like everyone in the team um, is like a weekly all team call. Okay. It's difficult, obviously, because not every team is going to be as small as ours or remote. You might have to get everyone into the office or whatever it may be. But I think it's really helped other areas of the business, like the sales team or marketing or even the services team just sort of put ideas out on the table, update everyone of what they're doing, which helps with the previous point. But also, like, they might have an idea of who we should be partnering with. And that literally happened last week for me. It's like some, I've been so focused on X, Y, and Z that someone said, did you think about it like this? Or have you thought about partnering with someone that does this exact thing? It's like, no, actually, I hadn't. Talk mm -hmm. me through it in front of everyone and we can bounce ideas off. And it's like I end up walking away from that, like, probably should have been on that kind of thing, you know? Yeah. Um, but it's it's good and I think having everyone able to speak openly about like what they're doing and and give ideas that will help other 
um, parts of the business is super cool. Yeah. No, no, hundred percent. I think, yeah, we, we, you know, we take that on board There's a lot of stuff we do at Finder. I mean, clear lines, you know, of the communication and just um, like you said, same with us, whether it be with the sales team or, or whoever. Um, I think sometimes you do, you're so broad in what you're doing. You know, you, you, you just, I, I, need, I need to get this done. I need to be done by the end of the week. I've got to work on this stuff. You forget to talk to the other people, you know, and they said, there's a lot of, important information sometimes or those little tidbits you think yeah okay that, that, that could have helped if i'd have actually had that conversation sort of thing so yeah no really and i think to yeah. add on to that actually carl like it just sort of i'm going to bring the sports scene back into it again yeah. like yep. i always think about it um and one of my mentors when i was coaching said to me like it would be really cool to get a, a i don't know a rugby coach to walk into an american football team and just be like why do you do it like this like for example in american football everyone runs ahead of the ball, but you're actually allowed to pass it back, right? Like they do in rugby. So what if everyone just lined up in a line and the other team was like, oh crap, what's happening? And you just passed it sideways kind of thing, right? And no one thinks of that because they're just so focused on this is how American football is played. You get as many, as far as you can by passing forward. But if someone walked in and said, have you actually thought about this? It could be really interesting to them. So I think it's super important to have that communication and different perspectives for sure. Yeah. Yep, no, but I'm I'm loving the the the, the football analogy though. So. <laughs> um, cool. And to round us off, one last question: What does the future hold for businesses when it comes to creating partnerships with each other? What, if anything, will you and X and Zephyr be doing? Be trying to do different? Yeah, um, I think first of all, one thing like feedback that we're getting, and also what I'm seeing is like no one really cares so much for referrals anymore, um, or like doesn't really want to, like I said, hear about it as much, particularly like if they're not so lucrative. I mean, we're in a fortunate position where um, an Etsy deal is worth a certain amount, right? It's quite expensive, which means that a referral to someone who gives us an intro is going to make a difference to them. But for the most part, actually, if you just go around shopping like a 10% of your £100 subscription, it's like not really going to change anything for business. And like I said before, people want value in other ways anyway. So I think definitely the future of partnerships or whatever is going to move way away from that. People just don't want to keep themselves open to referral, 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 um, particularly like agencies. It's like they've heard it enough, I think, um, and just sort of move in another direction, adding value in other ways. Um, one thing I think people should be doing is like mixing the sales and partnerships teams more and more, I think, um, like, at the end of the day, it's all well and good if I speak with a partner and know exactly what they do. But if I'm not on the phone to a potential prospect who um, could work for them, even if they don't even end up taking up our services, our sales team needs to know exactly who we're working with and how to sell their product or at least making it a warm introduction for them, I think. Um, but yeah, specifically on Excellent Zephyr's side, all that we're going to really do differently next year is more events, like not just attending, we're going to put on a couple for ourselves. And that does tie in with the um, like sales partnership thing linking up because at the end of the day, partners want to get in front of merchants. Um, so we need to find a way to add value for our partners by getting merchants to events, for example, but also add value for them so that they want to come. So and when I speak about merchants, I mean, specifically for us, it's retailers, yeah. right? So um, yeah, I think we'll do it. Well, we're definitely planning a couple of events next year um, with partners and, and trying to really add value for retailers to come along where it doesn't seem like they're just going to get swamped by our partners. But at the same time, it is a 
open conversation, open chance for them to chat. So I think that's sort of the next 12 months. I think we'll really focus there. Um, And I think plus Finder, we're recently on Finder. (laughs) Um, And yeah, I think that like, I I think it's a really good tool genuinely. Um, So we'll be using that a lot more. We've got a few different, like I said, more specific things that we're looking for in a partnership. So if you do think you'd be a good, good suit um, for us, obviously find our profile on Finder. Uh, absolutely and as I always thought I don't pay you anything to say that but that is you, you end that <laughs> wonderfully there um, so yeah obviously if anyone's listening and they think that it could be a good fit um, absolutely start to find out just touching what you said there about like you know the uh, obviously doing more of the networking events that kind of stuff um, you know I think that you know it's spot on and being able to you know see people and talk to people sort of face to face you know makes such a difference obviously we're doing a similar thing ourselves um, you know we've got our uh, find a collective event coming up next week uh, which, as, a, as, a, as a member you are invited to uh, as yeah. well so um, which uh, which is going to be you know, which is going to be great so um, so yeah no 100% I think those uh, you know uh, definitely definitely make uh, make a big difference everyone um listen been great talking to you uh, we've we've come come to, come to come to the end um you know uh, i think you know again just you know really good just to get a you know good understanding of what it is you know obviously you guys are trying to do over there excellent zephyr obviously we're going to help out as much as we can um and um yeah like i said just really appreciate you uh, coming on taking the time come come and speak to us no i really appreciate it guys thanks very much and i will be seeing you next week at that event Absolutely. Look forward to seeing you. All right. Speak to you later. Cheers, guys. Thanks for joining this week's Game Set Matchup. Tune in to hear more about the need to knows and the do's and don'ts when it comes to creating successful business partnerships.